0: All right, welcome, Wanderers. It is your host here, Liz, with the Wanderers Abroad podcast. I have a special guest here today, Vanessa. Uh, so, welcome, Vanessa, and uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi.
1: Hi, my name is Vanessa and I have been traveling since 2018 as a digital nomad um, through about 56 cities and 27 countries while working remotely teaching English online.
0: My goodness, that's a lot of countries. <laughs> yeah, it
1: is over what, four years almost or five, almost five years? Yeah,
0: it's yeah, a long sure. time. It's very fun. <laughs> it is fun, yeah. Um, So where currently are you based right now? Right now I'm
1: in Hualien in Taiwan. So Taiwan. it's a city in the eastern part of Taiwan. Um, They have the sea and like how Taiwan is on one side. Why does that like going on. on one side... It is all like maybe your cities, your bigger cities. On the other side, we have the national parks and the sea. So it's uh, really cool. Yeah, it's
0: nice. Very cool, yeah. So um, there's many countries you've been to as a digital nomad, um, but what are some of your highlights, like maybe some of your favorites that stand out to you?
1: Um, Definitely um, Albania. That's where I was through most of uh, the lockdown or restriction time, Mm, Um, they're very welcoming, they're kind, they're always bringing you for some local spirits, for some food. (laughs) You have Greece right across the way, but like it's a fraction of the price, the same sea. So you have lots of the sea, you have the mountains, the culture is very interesting. And then also Malaysia, I really liked Malaysia. In Sabah, they have the aboriginal tribal culture, mm. and then like they have a diverse community of people that are Hokkien, Fujian, Chinese from ancient times, uh, people yes. from India. So it's a very diverse um, community and some of the best Chinese food, sorry, Taiwan, but some of the best Chinese mm-hmm. food is definitely in Malaysia. Uh, yeah. It's really good. Super good. All the food is so good there. And then, of course, Malay's as well. Yeah, those are some of my two favorites. I'm actually going to South Korea on um, Monday. Really? Yeah, I've been there once before, but only for a layover. So it'll be nice to be there for a couple months.
0: Yeah, okay, same. I've only been in the airport and in South Korea. But honestly, I, I feel like the airport in Incheon is just so fun <laughs> yeah I yeah.
1: have to explore it we just like that was in 2017 and we just got out of the airline went to like Hongdae met up with a friend did everything woke up I don't know probably didn't sleep woke up yeah. the next day did more things and then got on the flight so um we'll now get to explore the airport also so that'll be yeah. fun yeah
0: sure yeah, I remember um, I was in the airport um, in South Korea in 2019, and that was the first time that I saw a robot. Ooh. Yeah, so I don't know, I just, I was adventuring in the airport, you know, I I enjoy looking around in the airport, seeing what's going on, because some airports, you know, are pretty standard, pretty similar all over the world, but some have like some unique things um, happening, and I, I felt like, the airport in south korea was unique
1: yeah singapore is also singapore has like um like a butterfly area that's if you're on the right side i've actually never been on the side of that part of the airport where everything is in singapore but um they have like a movie theater kind of place a butterfly exhibit some waterfall so that one's really cool airport too um.
0: Yeah, I've been to that airport and I wish my uh, layover was like really long because um, I feel like it's a whole experience just to visit the airport in Singapore. And
1: <laughs> There's so much there. Yeah. yeah,
0: so much in the airport and it's so relaxing as well. It is. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Compared to like being outside and all of the Singapore hustle and bustle, the airport is very relaxing.
0: Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, sure, yeah, so um, what do you think you're looking forward to with going to South Korea?
1: Oh, probably the food, I love food, Um, so eating all the different types of food in South Korea, hopefully seeing some cherry blossoms, I'm not sure, they already bloomed in Japan, which is like two months too early, and they already bloomed here, but I didn't see them. So I don't know, but maybe I um, have just hanging around, lots of Korean people. They like to have also lots of fun. So I think that's going to be the highlight going to Busan because we obviously didn't go anywhere um, last time. So I think that get some of the countryside outside of the city um, will be awesome. Maybe seeing some of my students that I teach. A base- oh yeah. A baseball game.
0: <laughs> we'll oh, be there cool. for the right
1: season, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. yeah the weather will be getting really nice in south korea
1: hopefully right now it's really cold
0: soon it will be like it's it's nearing the end of the winter times nearing
1: everything's so random now with weather here too it's very random here it'll be like maybe 20 or ah look at that maybe 670 (laughs) c and then maybe today it's like 50 c and windy there's like some days it's 80 or eight Fahrenheit 80 Fahrenheit some days out there it's very weird yeah type of weather
0: currently the weather where I am I'm in I'm based in Vietnam right now and the weather has been so up and down and it's making a lot of us sick and I'm just oh I would like for the spring to officially arrive
1: yeah we were in Phu Quoc and um like Maybe July, maybe like October, and it was uh, October, I think, and maybe September, and it was okay. It was pretty rainy, Uh, so you didn't get that blue water that supposedly you see when you Google Phú Quốc. But I see people there now, and the water still isn't that blue. But it was nice. Uh, We still went in the sea, got some good sunsets. Uh, That was really nice. Where in uh, Vietnam are you?
0: I'm in Da Nang. Oh, nice. I haven't been there yet
1: So those yeah.
0: hot spots. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy it. It's really popular. Um, yeah. You know, it's like a beachside city. Um, and then you've got the beautiful peninsula called Suntra. And then it's still a big city. So, you know, you have a international airport. So you can easily go around to other places in Vietnam. So, yeah, it's yeah, convenient. It's good. Definitely.
1: That's very convenient. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been on that side. Only Bangkok. Oh, oh my goodness. Only um, Ho Chi Minh, Hue, Hanoi, Ha Long Bay, and Phu Quoc is all I've yeah, been to so far. Yeah,
0: yeah. Those are good spots to hit, though. Those are yeah. good. Yeah.
1: Good. I like you're going out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so strange. Uh, how long have you been in Vietnam for?
0: Um, I've been here for nine months. Yeah, yeah. 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 Before this, I was living in Thailand. Have you ever been to Thailand?
1: Yeah, I've been to Samui, Phuket, um, Bangkok, of course, and then uh, Koh Chong, actually, and like Fifi and all that. But uh, Koh Chong was where we were in November, and we're going back in April. It's very beautiful, like untouched jungle, less touristy. It's... um a definite must see no airport yeah. um like trat is near but most of the yeah. time you won't fly into Trat. you'll fly into bangkok which is a whole nother experience getting down there
0: oh my gosh i know I'm like, <laughs> forever <laughs> yeah i know i like kochang a lot actually i've been as well it's more remote and peaceful which that's what i personally like for when i go to an island so yeah, yeah.
1: definitely the um It's just so remote, the water's so blue. And if you go on the boat, you can see it uh, because they rope off those areas for the coral. And the coral is amazing, so many fish. Um, Yeah. So I'll be there for Songkran.
0: Oh, beautiful, oh yeah. I'm looking as well to go back and visit my friends during Songkran. Oh. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, we
1: might be there same time. Yes, it's my yeah. my birthday too, so I was like, that's oh. your birthday? Yeah, in April, April 11. So I was like, sure. it'll be perfect. Chill on the beach. We just chill all day. That's like, like,
0: yeah, yeah. It's definitely good. Yeah, that'll be a fun trip. I haven't worked out my details for it. It's just something I thought of recently. I was like, oh, I should go visit my friends in Thailand during Songkran. <laughs> yeah, that's like. So
1: fun. (laughs) Just a big water party.
0: It's Uh, so fun. It's so fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: How long were you in Thailand for?
0: Oh, yeah. I was living there for three years. Wow. Yeah. I definitely miss it. And I definitely as well feel I will still continue to keep Thailand as a part of my life because I'm really not that far away, you know? Vietnam, Thailand, like it's a two hour flight. Yeah to make it over there. Um, and I, I still have a lot of connections and people and friends just all over in Thailand since I lived there for three years. So it still feels like a, a part of me and yeah. it feels like somewhere I want to return to and go back and visit and keep it a part of my life. Yeah, it's a nice place.
1: Nice, nice yeah. spot on the map. <laughs> it is,
0: it is, yeah. It's, yeah, one of my favorites, I would say. Um, I haven't traveled nearly to as many countries as you have, um, but I'm curious, like, so you said you've been to around 50 countries. 50
1: out uh, six cities, and then 28 okay, countries,
0: okay. yeah. Okay, I see. So, what region of the world have you spent, I guess, most of your time?
1: I guess, like, probably probably south uh southeast asia um i was here for oh maybe 20 2018 to 2019 and now um 2022 and then the other half was like like europe for the most part that was 2019 to 2022 so i guess that region like but more like eastern europe the Caucasus, albania macedonia balkans so that kind of Europe, not really like, uh, I've been Spain and Italy, but not like France and all the Switzerland, uh, those little bit more pricey places, so I guess when you do it like that, I guess Europe, Uh, (laughs) which is crazy to think about, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, um, yeah, Southeast Asia and then that part of Europe is obviously drastically different um and you've been like changing up your lifestyle a lot you know since you're a digital nomad so I don't know like how do you find um maybe adjusting or what kind of travel type of lifestyle is it do you do when you you know move around to different places or kind of talk about that yeah so like usually I just figure out where do I want to go
1: like I don't know how I picked South Korea. I think it was since most places I'm sure you know they always require you to have your onward travel and ever since like I don't know COVID they really are checking out like the departing the airport you're leaving Mm -hmm. at so I couldn't you can't even board if you don't have the onward travel frog everywhere so I guess I picked South Korea was it was the cheapest flight but um usually just places I want to go and then try to find like affordable Airbnbs because my husband's also a teacher online um, and then just really trying to find those local experiences where people like, for example, in Vietnam, we're just walking by and these people, they don't even speak English, they're bringing us over to eat some crabs and like the sock, mm-hmm. like in some bushes, uh, have some local spirits. So just really embracing in the local culture and then Um, You know, stuff like I love swimming, hiking. So just trying to find those little local gems and less of the touristy kind of places, I guess, even though, of course, Thailand and Korea is touristy. But, yeah, Yeah. it's just try to be on a budget uh, with the teaching budget. Um,
0: But, yeah, it works
1: out. Yeah, (laughs)
0: it works out. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Something like that. It sure does. Yeah, it's such a fun lifestyle, you know, to be able to experience the world. And I also like that you touched on that. You try to do local experiences, you know, while you're doing a digital nomad lifestyle. Um, Yeah, because I find that important, you know, because it's just it gives you a unique experience. And also you can say that, you know, kind of, what the vibe is like there and what the culture is like as well you get to you know touch base a little bit and see um yeah is there anything maybe you feel that has surprised you um with starting to do this lifestyle Ooh. Yeah, right. I would
1: just think places um in um surprise me like I guess you would think maybe like Albania has like well it's not not true, like mafia and things like that, and it's not safe. But while some of that stuff is probably true, uh, it's safe. They're very welcoming. Same thing with Armenia. Everyone's like, oh, you're gonna go to Armenia, like, oh, that's like something scary. And I'm like, no, it's just normal people. The people are just normal. Or right now, the touchy one, Taiwan. They're like, oh gosh, something crazy, it's going on mm-hmm. in Taiwan, and it's like the people are just not reflective of governments the people aren't they're just their own people trying to live life as best as they can every day and i think that was the most surprising is just seeing so many different people from all over the world and seeing how uh in some places like history and past history the cultures um kind of all blend together and mesh but still unique like Armenia, georgia they have a lot of um influences uh, like with Russia and you'll see like some of the foods, whose food is it kind of thing and same thing with Albania, northern Macedonia uh, and Greece, Turkey too. It's all like kind of a little bit the same in parts of culture but then different. Um, yeah. And it's Interesting, like the dances. They a lot of countries have like those little like circle types of dances. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, once you travel, you're like, wow, so many countries have the same type of dance, and they're like, how do you know how to do it? And it's like, oh, yeah. I'm always taught.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I've been doing it around the world. Yeah, apparently <laughs> you would never
1: think of. It's so interesting. Um, diff- meeting different types of people. I think that's something was surprising.
0: Yeah. yeah. And also exciting as yeah, well. True. Yeah. You know, you can't get uh, experiences like this um, unless you just go out and experience the world. Truthfully, yeah, you know? Unless, yeah.
1: And I feel like I don't know if it's how I act or my husband, but we're always people will just bring us in here, too. We're just walking. They'll just bring us in for food, start feeding us, stuff, giving us drinks. And we're just like sit down. Someone's like, here, eat this. It's a uh, I don't know what was the last thing kidney have it okay yeah. before they even eat and it's uh it's very interesting I feel like if you don't I feel like it's very easy especially places like Bali to get very comfortable with just staying with the same people your digital okay. nomad people I see that in a lot of places um because obviously it's comforting for them I don't know why Bali was first when they came up but uh and maybe they don't get to experience all the other stuff cuz they're just kind of with the same in the bubble in their bubble and it's e- definitely easy if you go into co-workings and di- digital nomad hotspots to get into like a bubble but yeah well, that's also cool cuz then you meet lots of people I think co-workings are very inspiring if you're trying to figure out, like, what else you want to do. Um, lots of people have been very creative in there, doing creative things. So I think it's a good place to get creative and make friends, on the other hand, though, also.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah, there's pros and cons to that because, um, yeah, as someone who, who's who been a digital nomad for so long, you know, you can kind of see both, like, and... um yeah it's of course you know good to be around other people who are doing a similar lifestyle but as well it's good to be open to experiencing the place that you're in because I think that's a big part of and just like a a blessing to be able Mm -hmm. to experience so many places as a digital nomad and yeah so I'm glad you you touched on both of that with um yeah yeah sure So do you? (laughs) Of course, of course. (laughs) Yeah. So do you find uh, yourself working from like cafes, co-working spaces? Because you said you teach online. So obviously, um, I've also been teaching online for some time as well. And I know just like (laughs) the lifestyle, you know. Um, So I'm curious, you know, how is it that you basically set up for your classes and stuff like that?
1: how do both of us <laughs> set up? Which is even more interesting. Um. Well. It yeah, because both of you do. Yeah. yeah. both teach at the same time too. Um. So it just depends on the Airbnb. Usually we try to use Airbnbs. Um. We use co-working a lot. Like in 20, I don't know, 2018 when we first started. Like in Asia, like Cambodia. But I don't know. Like when I was looking, like this time around, um, I didn't find as many good deals. Also, I had mm-hmm. a little bit of a higher budget when I first started because I was working for a Chinese company. So that was, yeah, like, yeah. consistent, consistent. And then that um, closed, all their yep. companies closed. So then I just started working I on know. italki. So that's a little bit uh, less uh, easy to
0: hustle. Oh, okay. But italki. italki is cool.
1: I like italki. Um,
0: I also work for italki. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, you know, the en- English is... Uh, the one that you know there's so many teachers um
0: but yeah
1: but i i, I actually got interviewed for, for one of the digital nomad courses i offer from someone supposedly i don't know from uh she's china and she was supposed to be marketing more people to that market so maybe that i don't know <laughs> will do something for me <laughs> i don't know but uh yeah so like it just depends on this space it's a studio so usually like he'll Sit out there or in the living room, this area, or where I am. And then maybe I'm like in the um bathroom area in like a little setup, and then the zoom background, nobody like can tell anything. Um I actually yeah. like they're super big. I don't care. Um, so yeah, it just changes in every um place we're at. you know, I is pretty cool. You just can teach whatever you want. So it's like pretty it is, yeah, chill compared to like I guess Ch- well, Chinese company is also pretty easy (laughs) but it is um, easy
0: yes just different um like yeah uh, just different teaching style type of environment like yeah yeah. you can talk about whatever you want with your classes on italki
1: share the screen if you're not engaged you can just like there's so many resources and like I think about how limiting and how boring those students must have felt um in like some of the uh Chinese company classes because they're very yeah. repetitive. And when the parents still want me to do stuff like that, I'm like, no, 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 I can't. They gotta they got to they can learn other ways.
0: Um there's so many ways <laughs> so to learn. So many I mean, ways. Yeah. As an educator, um yeah, I've been feeling that too, you know, with um just some learning styles in different places I've worked, you know. Don't want to go too into it, but just, like, yeah, yeah. the the small bubble, basically, of, like, rigidity of, like, it has to be this way, only this way. You're only allowed to teach this specific, mm-hmm. like, sentence structure. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's so...
1: Whether wow, the sen- it's, whether the sentence structure is right or wrong, <laughs> that might yeah. just, that's the sentence structure you have to use. Yeah. Yeah. I just know. very,
0: very specific, like, sentences that you're teaching, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And you
1: always know. Because if you ask, how are you? And it's, oh, I'm fine. Thank you. I think that's the one that oh, that's how you know. drives me crazy. I'm like, no, no, yeah. you're crying. You're not happy. Please don't tell me you're happy. Say any word other than happy. Like, it's just these memorized phrases and that, yes. that, that drives, yeah, I'm like, no, we got to think of some other things here. Please, you I can know, do it. I know. And it's very hard for them when they've been just taught to just, this just is follow. Exactly. This is follow follow whether it's right or wrong just follow and it's just like yeah. no so it is hard to get them out of that um cycle but
0: it's possible it's of course oh possible. yeah
1: and especially what if the it? parents are chill and they're like oh well I guess this works so maybe I will let yeah her like ooh. yeah and I think yeah. some parents are also seeing that maybe those ways don't, oh, they didn't like that experience, so why would their kid like that experience? Um, I have a Japanese yes. student, so his mom is actually just having him do the classes online, because she said the teacher's like a bully, she's like, I don't oh, want him going no. to school, like, why, oh, I, I no.
0: don't want, I don't want that, forget it, I'll just show sure. her online, so, yeah. Yeah, I can tell, though, with um, education, with, um, recently, with things, a lot of people are changing course, it seems, and mm-hmm ways that you know we used to do things or was expected to teach things is changing and I'm really here for that, you know.
1: Definitely. It's for
0: things to evolve and progress because as humans that's how it should be. So yeah, change and go with the times and adapt. And yeah. So yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I talk you teachers.
0: <laughs> I talk to teachers. Interesting. I didn't know you were also teaching there. But yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Where are most of your students based or is it kind of all over? Mine are pretty much all over, a bit of everywhere. Um,
1: I would say more a lot um, from China um, and then recently Israel, um, Spain mm-hmm. and Germany.
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: That's cool. like the but, but like mo- the most is probably uh, China. But, yeah. not, but not like there's like, you know, like if I could just get like that number that I wanted a day of all of those clients, that'd be great. Cause then I could just get off early. But with Europe, it's just like, oh man, you're up so late. Even though I get yeah, to I start know. late and I have a Brazilian student and that's just like, why <laughs> you can't? And he's like, can't you just wake up earlier? And I was like, can't she just take class on Sunday? <laughs> Cause it's <laughs> like, one, so in Korea, it'll be like 1.30 in the morning. Yeah, and I'm just like I'm so late.
0: My yeah, sleep that's is definitely. So weird. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a thing with italki. Yeah, because yeah, of all the different time zones and regions. So yeah, sometimes if you allow the availability to be open, yeah, you could be yeah, super late. <laughs> <'cause you're laughs> i like,
1: oh, I want to get this number, this certain number, a day, so I'm gonna have it open, and then you're like, oh.
0: Yeah. Hoo, hoo. <laughs> oh,
1: why is there a break for like five hours and then a, eight people until 1 a.m. Uh, but yeah, it is yeah. convenient, though, because you can get people from all over the world. You're not fixed to just one time zone. Um, yeah,
0: it's very convenient for someone who travels a lot, too.
1: Yeah. And I find sometimes like if I change the location when I'm in a different country, different people from that country will. Uh, yeah. Pop up. Um, yeah, they will it's pretty interesting uh I don't know how all that works but yeah
0: that's yeah I've experienced the same yeah because uh during the summer I was in Europe for a bit and then my students were also at the time happened to be from similar region you know just because of the time zone I think yeah yeah yeah. it's it's a good time zone for
1: Europe get to teach pretty early get off early that was good. Yeah. That's where I started. Yeah. Uh, on Italki was in Macedonia,
0: northern Macedonia.
1: Macedonia. Northern Macedonia. Oh, yeah. That's where I started. So it's when right when uh, the Chinese companies closed. So that was probably like it was still. It was still maybe 2022. They, ours, oh. ours held on until the end. But I oh, still see, not
0: mine. Not mine. <laughs> I still see
1: like ads for these companies. I see them all the time in the Facebook. Um, Me too. Oops. And I was like, hmm, how are they getting around that? And now I just never trust it because I'm like, no, I'm never doing it again. I'm never going with the company because I'm like, I don't want them to just decide, oh, no, nope, uh, we're going to just. And then you lose all those students too because I was too scared to go against the rules and get the WeChats. So, like, people that I had for like since they were three years old to like seven, I didn't have them anymore. So I couldn't get the WeChats. I didn't do it before. And then. Yeah. I got some like of the newer ones, but I was like, ah, all the ones I saw when they were like a baby, those are all yeah. gone in
0: space. Same uh, as well. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. Yeah, with with uh, that, I, I I really followed the rules because I was just like, uh, just, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: And then I'm like, yeah. oh, nothing ever no. happened. Nothing ever happened. And I'm like, oh, man, I should have got all those WeChat.
0: Of course. Um, yeah.
1: But it's it's, un- it's such an unfortunate thing So I don't know if it's made the students have any more free time as as they uh, as they hoped. I think my students are still have to take classes outside of school. Like they're still on italki, they just have to book an adult class. Like it's uh the pressure's still there to learn, so it's yeah. very very strange. Um, I don't know rule or yeah. if it's even followed. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I can't keep up. But uh, I know a lot of teachers that also teach in China. Um, yeah, that's like one of the probably the best <laughs> work mm-hmm. life pay. Um, I know a lot of teachers that teach there and other places too. But people that work in other places are like, oh, I want to. I think I'm going to move back to China. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I've heard it, the pay is really really good there. Really
1: well, and if you can like find good employer like sometimes they work like 15 hours a week making good money you can have your rent half paid for like you can just back 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 the money and uh you know everything's really affordable like compared to taiwan um taiwan is still affordable but like china is like very affordable um wow so like when I look at some of my friends posting, and then for the same thing here would be like double, like double sleeps or something. And
0: sure, like, sure,
1: sure. But I haven't been there because gotta get mm-hmm. the visa.
0: Yeah, the visa process is so complicated. I yeah. had a friend as well who um, was teaching there for a long time, and then just hit a bunch of visa problems and hasn't been able to return. <laughs> that's a common story. That's Gosh. so common
1: everything's tied to the visa like your and your or your passport too so like if you get a new job you have to go do the open up a new bank and then take all. if you change your phone number it's like the worst thing in the world you have to go through the whole thing again and yeah getting scammed on visas or just
0: yes yes yes. issues
1: so yeah that's why most people that people I know that's like we just got a visa to teach rather than getting the tourist visa it's so much of a headache you have to send all this stuff. And you can get, uh, Americans can get a five year um, visa. We got to go in and out every 90 days. But like all this paperwork, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. So he's like, you need to send it to your home embassy. And I'm like, I don't want to. It's I don't, a very rigid home. process. Yeah. So I thought like maybe when I was in Albania, because I was there for 10 months, I was like, oh, maybe I'll fill out the paperwork. And then, well, I just didn't do it because I don't, I didn't think they would ever open again. And now yeah. it's kind of like they're open, but mostly just for like people with the teaching visas or if you mm-hmm. have a visa already, or maybe like some parents that want to get back to their kids or stuff like that. But sure, I don't know sure. how the window will ever go for that one. But yeah,
0: someday,
1: so it'd be pretty amazing.
0: You know, though, um, since after obviously the pandemic um like Vietnam has become a close option for people uh, to come teach because the really? the pay is pretty pretty decent uh honestly like and Vietnam is yeah. a very cheap country yeah it is <laughs> so cheap. yeah lots of people they um are like new here um I've realized since living here for Approaching a year, you know, yeah. and um the pay is really nice. And um, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, I know. Yeah, some
1: teachers you can too.
0: save a lot of money here. That's yeah, it's always good. Yeah, saving the money and
1: stack, stack.
0: <laughs> and then you can go to like yeah.
1: nicer places on holiday, like
0: yeah, really cool holidays around. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, it's, that's always good.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So, um, we're going to wrap up here, um, is there any last words of wisdoms or anything you would like to share about uh, your time as a digital nomad? I think that it's an
1: eye-opening experience and if you can find a job remotely or work abroad, um, that you should definitely do it, because traveling the world opens your eyes uh, you can have really cool experiences and it's often cheaper than staying in your home country uh, and there's lots of opportunities out there so I suggest you all should travel and travel for as long as you can and be a digital nomad <laughs> or
0: awesome. yeah yeah, awesome Vanessa thank you well, how can people find you on social media or do you have a website anything like that yeah
1: my website is Food Travel Life Consulting. Square. Site. And on there, I have like some um, travel guides I'm doing, some coaching, English classes, of course. And then my Instagram is Food Travel Life 88.
0: Awesome. Okay. Well, that's how you can find her, Wanderers. Thanks for listening and thanks for joining, Vanessa. Thank you. Bye. Bye.